Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Hours to Protect, brought to you by Live 95, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with a television license fee. Check out ours to protect.ie for more info. The Glenstall Sustainable Energy Community is up and running, and the committee has been working towards the development of an energy master plan. The students from Glenstall Abbey are very much involved in the project, and the building has already installed solar panels. The overall plan gives Glenstall Abbey the opportunity to identify projects that will save or generate energy and make applications for grant funding, so the plans for the facility are ongoing. Live 95's Anne-Marie Garrity has been speaking to fifth-year student Leo Cuttingen and brother Luke McNamara from Glensall Abbey in Maru. First of all, we, we noted that we were using a lot of energy at Glenstall and we were, going, we were trying to see how we might improve our energy use and we learned through Ballyhowra that we could link with the SEAI and develop an energy master plan which would measure how, we're, how much energy we're using and then how we might go about saving energy or creating energy. And so that was the, that was the impetus really was just noticing how much energy we were using. And when you did look into it, were you a bit surprised at what you were finding? Absolutely. Um, extraordinarily, um, laundry is, is 17% of our energy use. So that really, that really hit home, just how could we use the laundry more efficiently? And, and, and so just having information really helped. Leo, where did you start with, with the, the plan from your perspective? So the first step is to engage with the community. So Father Luke did that with involving students, monks and staff to best focus our efforts. Over in the school, we set a goal of trying to encourage less energy inefficiency as well as less heat waste. And so we did this through data, setting up notice boards and taking assemblies. The data we focused on was really showing the daily schedule of energy use in the school as well as the impact temperature has on it. And we also compared years. So we looked at 2019 and 2022. And what were you finding as you went along? Was there anything that stood out to you as a student? Well, what stood out to us really was the impact weather could play on the energy energy use we have. And it's very important in 2022 with an energy crisis, people are facing exorbitant, cri- uh, exorbitant prices uh, that they may face a bill higher than they expected due to no fault of their own. And can you give me an example of that, what you noticed? Uh, so in months where our temperature uh, was higher, obviously we, we didn't need as much energy for heat but also uh, we kept our windows open so ventilation we didn't need ventilation as well as uh, laundry was cut down people were using less clothes so what are you doing to save energy we're encouraging uh, structural changes as well as behavioral modifications so on the structural side we've already taken a number of steps over the last decade such as switching older bulbs to leds insulating older buildings last year we insulated and re-roofed the casa building And with regards to behavioural modifications, we've been encouraging people to take less showers or to cut back the time they're spending in the shower from 15 minutes to maybe five. How did that go down? (laughs) Um, Well, we haven't seen many results yet, but Mm. people are on board. Uh, So, so far, we've seen a 50,000 kilowatt hour difference from 2019 to 2022, which is roughly uh, the output of five Irish households. That's fairly significant, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Luke, what are you doing to generate energy? Well, at at the at, at the moment we have uh, a solar uh, we have a th- solar thermal panels on the on the roof of the monastery and the, the that heats water and that comes down into the into the canisters below and that therefore we're heating water at 25 degrees 
from 25 degrees. So we're not wasting energy heating it from 0 to 25. We also have um, a water source heat pump uh, which connects with the lake. So we take the energy from the lake and that you, we use that to heat about uh, 40% of the buildings between the, the, the school, between rather between the church, uh, the library and the half of the monastery are, are heated with this, with this system. It provides 25% of our heat in total and it only costs uh, 5% of the energy input. So it's working at a, at a coefficient um, of productivity of 5.5, which is really very, very, very good. What's been the reaction of the students to all of this? Well, I think, um, first of all, there's been a great uh, buy-in from all the students because, first of all, they're very motivated about the planet and, and their common home. And they're also motivated because the climate situation is only getting worse and it's going to be worse for them and their children. So they're actually more motivated than perhaps maybe older people might be. So they've really come on board and they've started some of their own initiatives, even without, you know, without the lead from any of the adults. It's really exciting, you know, what they're doing with the the clothes exchange system or webinars, connecting with people in other parts of the world to to make people aware of the climate challenges. We did try to put up a wind turbine on the property, um, but there were uh, natural uh, heritage considerations. Unfortunately, we well, or fortunately, we, we have very rare species of bat and we also have the hen harrier, which hunts in our area. So we have a special protection area and a special area of conservation for, for those two uh, species. In fact, the special area of conservation hasn't been declared yet, but we know it will be because of this rare bat. So it wouldn't be feasible to put up uh, a wind turbine. We did do a study, feasibility study, and the average wind speed is at 6.2 metres per second. So it would have produced about one kilowatt, one megawatt of energy in the in the year, which would have covered all our energy needs and would have been great. But of course, we have to be mindful of the natural heritage and also the architectural heritage that is Glenstall. That's also prevented us, say, from putting up panels on the roof of the castle and so on. Yes, yeah, so as well as the wind turbine project, we also commissioned a feasibility study into solar PV. And so the Glenstall campus uses roughly 800,000 kilowatt hours of energy each year. And this would allow us to generate 270,000 from the sun. Did you say that again now, those figures? So the Glenstall campus consumes 800,000 kilowatt hours of energy. So a huge amount, really. Wow. And this would allow us to generate 270 kilowatt hours. So roughly 40 to 50% of our daytime use. So peak generation would, of course, be during the summer months with a lower amount generated during the winter. But though this project may sound small in the grand scheme of things, it's allowing us to dispose of 140 tonnes of carbon, which is the carbon footprint of 10 Irish people. This November marked the launch of the first phase of the Solar for Schools programme. It'll provide eligible schools with 6 kilowatts of roof-mounted solar PV, which equates to approximately 16 solar panels. The scheme will be funded by the government's Climate Action Plan. It will assist schools in reducing their energy costs and carbon footprint as part of a response in meeting the climate action targets for the school sector. You can find out more at gov.ie. Ours to Protect is funded by Commission Naman with the television licence fee and is a partnership between Live95 and the IBI. Check out ourstoprotect.ie for more info. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live95.